You're on EducateForLife.com radio with Kevin Conover. And if you listen long enough, your faith will become... I'm tired of being conned. Don't worry, the con is over, see? We're now at DEFCON 1. Did you say carnivore or carnivore? Would you like to have a conversation with Kevin? Then call 800-243-9719. And now, here's your host, Kevin Conover. Bring your time and bring your shame. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website is educateforlife.org. Thanks for joining in. Everybody who's um, on the uh, uh, Facebook here, uh, we're we're streaming live here. I'm kind of blocking Julie here. There we go. That's a little bit better. Anyway, if you have any questions, you want to call in and talk to us. Love to have your opinion about this issue. It's kind of a controversial issue. Um, The number to call into the radio station is 866-577-2473. And uh, we're live here on Facebook. This show will also air on Saturday, 2 to 3, on our regular program. Again, my website is educateforlife.org. We have a conference coming up. Love to have you join us. Um, The conference specifically with Educate for Life is on May 15th. And uh, we're going to be talking about sharing your faith in the public schools. If you're a teacher, an administrator, a student, a parent, um, what is the legal, where's the legal line uh, where you can, you don't want to cross as far as sharing your faith in school? What's legal? What what are we allowed to do? We're going to have Eric Buer out there. He's going to be um, explaining to us. He's an expert on the state education code. Love to have you join us sometime. Um, but today we're talking about something else. We're talking about the family conference, which is coming up um, right around the corner here. And my guest today, Dr. Julie Hayden, is uh, putting this conference on to reach people uh, and to help them learn about stuff that they don't typically learn about to bless their families. She's a licensed psychologist, and she's the co-founder of Rhombus. Uh, She earned a PsyD in 2008 from uh, Southern California uh, Seminary, correct? Uh Uh, Also received her MA in Religious Studies and an MA in Counseling Psychology from SCS. And uh, she's um, been on my radio program several times now. And uh, she's a huge blessing. Thanks for being on the show today, Julie. Glad to be here. Thank Great. you. Hey, tell us a little bit before we hop into our subject uh, about marijuana. And, um, you know, I put as the, uh, to, be, to be provocative, I put, is uh, smoking legal marijuana for recreational uh, purposes a sin? Oh. Uh, so <laughs> I'm, trying awesome. to, I'm trying to stir the pot here, yeah. trying to rock the boat. So um, if, you, if you want to answer that question and you're listening on Facebook, please uh, you know, write to us or uh, call in. Is calling in is even better. So, but um, before we get into that, Julie, um, tell us a little bit about the family conference this year. When it's happening, where it's happening, and so forth. Sure. This is the fourth annual family conference, and it's going to be held at Maple View on May fifth. That's Maple View Baptist Church in Lakeside. It's going to be on May fifth, which is a Saturday from nine a.m. to four p.m. And we're going to have a bunch of different breakout sessions of topics that people can choose that would help their situation, their strengthen their family. So it may be for their particular family. It could be that they want information to help their friend or maybe their church leader and they want information to help those in their congregation. So it's going to be topics such as domestic violence, sex trafficking, parenting skills, actually educational options like you're talking about, might be finance. A bunch of different topics will all be bringing in Christian experts to address those topics in one time frame. So you bring your whole family, children all the way up 
to the parents and everybody will get something out of it. Okay, so we we have a phone call already here early in the show. We haven't even started talking about the subject yet. It's your title. It's your <laughs> title. title. Yeah, you're going to get me in, in trouble, I know. <laughs> okay, well, let's uh let's uh take the phone call here. Got to put on the headphones whenever we uh take a phone call here. So, uh go ahead, Todd. Hello. Uh who, okay, hello. Who's on the air today? Uh my name is Michael Sexton. Hey, Michael. And Thanks for calling in. Yeah. No problem. I uh, just caught your show here on Facebook, so I thought I'd call in and give in, throw in my two cents. Um, I'm an old hippie. I used to smoke token choke a long time ago, um, but I don't no more. I gave it up uh, to follow Jesus, and uh, it was in 1980 I quit smoking uh, pot. <laughs> I quit smoking cigarettes in 87, and I quit alcohol in uh, 2001. I would like to say that all of that stuff does affect your psyche. Okay, drugs, uh, alcohol, all that, it really does affect your body and stuff. You know, it really uh, throws you off. So I'm not for it. I, I am for, like, legal, uh, like, like medicinal purposes, you know, Yeah. But, uh, really in the home. But um, I used to drive for a Greyhound. And uh, I would find a lot of people would get on the bus high, you know, smoking from smoking marijuana. So they're not just smoking it. You know, they get the marijuana card, uh, you know, for for medical reasons, and they're smoking it on the street. They're smoking it, you know, in their cars. They're Mm. smoking it wherever they can, you know. You know, just because they have a card doesn't mean nothing, you know. Yeah. And so I believe we're going to see more accidents, of course, you know, because now that's just another thing instead of people just – uh, DUI drinking and driving. Now there's going to be doping and driving, obviously. Mm. Uh, you well, know, and like I said, it all affects uh, the body and. And so, well, Michael, I really appreciate you calling in and sharing um, your perspective, especially as somebody you know uh, who's experienced that, and you you've gotten off that, and you believe that um, you know leaving that behind has has um, allowed you to have a, a closer walk with Jesus Christ. Is that right? Oh, yes, absolutely. I think, uh, you know, I have a clearer mind, clearer head, you know, and, uh, you know, like I said, I've repented from all this stuff. You know, I'm sorry I did, but, you know, if I can have the money back, you know, all the money I spent on all that back in the day. And plus, back in the day when I smoked, you know, you can get what they call a nickel bag for $5. You know, now I understand it's it's more than, you know, what, $50, $100 for a bag and all that. Well, yeah, you know, a lot of, uh, and a lot of governments now, a lot of, uh, the the uh, California is set to if they you know uh, taxing it they're supposed to raise uh, enormous amounts in revenue so there's a kind of a conflict of interest there is uh, hey uh, do we want to give people the opportunity to uh, use this stuff if it's going to you know make a lot of uh, tax revenue well we got a, uh, several other calls so Michael I just want to uh, thank you for calling in we're going to take another call now thank you very much all right have a good one you Bye. too God bless you Todd uh, go ahead okay who's next here on the line. Uh, Karina. I'm sorry, say your name one more time. Karina. Karina. Hey, Karina. Is this Karina, um, uh, my former student? <laughs> yes. What's up, Mr. Conover? Hey, nice to have you call in. Hey, before we, um, before I take your call and, uh, and you give your, you know, share your viewpoint, 
I wanted uh, Julie here um, to clarify a little bit. Julie, can you um, share with us? Sure. I really want to bring in this topic um, as also informative. And so kind of to show the two sides, and that's what I'm hearing from even the callers, is their personal view and how it's affected them. But also I'll take some time later to look at the difference between using it for medical purposes and not, but also the risks that are coming because of how the drug is changing. Mm. So we'll get into that of this drug is actually changing now that it's legal and the potencies changing and increasing. And I can't wait to get that information out to people to understand the risks that are there now versus even 10, 20 years ago. Years ago, Sorry absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Okay, so uh, Karina, what's your what's your viewpoint on this? Well, um, I do think it's a sin, and um, as you know me, Mr. Conover, I came to uh, you know your school from a bad past. Um, did my fair share of smoking growing up, and it destroyed my life, and um, had to come into a place where um, knowing that that part of my life was being consumed by something so malicious, even though a lot of people say, oh, marijuana is just for fun. Oh, it's just to calm you down and stuff like that. But, you know, oh, it's not like, you know, heroin or crack and all this other stuff. But it's, I feel in a recreational use, not being used as, as, you know, as she said, in a medicinal way, being in the medical field myself, not being used for the right way can consume your life. And I do see it being used in the wrong way is being used as a sin. Mm, okay. Well, and, uh, that's, that's really, you know, uh, you know, what would you say, Karina? I'm just curious. What would you say to the person? Cause you know, one of the things you hear a lot is you hear people say, Hey, it's not addictive. It's not going to entrap me. It it's is. not. Um, how would you respond to somebody who said that Karina based on your experiences and so forth? It definitely is. I self-checked myself into a rehab facility to get the help. You know, I needed the help to get away from it. You know, an outpatient facility where I could get the the help, the resources, the the structures, uh, and the motivation to be able to say no to something that consistently took over my life. The thing I wanted to do when I first woke up was to smoke a joint, you know? Yeah. And that's an addictive personality. You know, it's an addictive trait that it has. And it's the same thing with smoking a cigarette, you know? So it's, it, it, all these different things are addictive. Yeah, absolutely. Because you're, we can say tobacco is not addictive, but it is. How can we not say that marijuana isn't addictive, Mm. but it is. Karina, thank you so much for calling in and sharing your viewpoint and your experience. I uh, really appreciate that. And praise God that you're that, that's um, something you've been able to put behind you. I, I think that's awesome. Definitely. So um, Definitely. thank you. Thank you very much. And um, we're going to stay with us. We're coming up on a quick break here. Um, we will take more phone calls also. But um, we're going to be talking about, you know, how is it addictive? What's going on chemically in the mind? What's happening here? Julie is with me, Dr. Julie Hayden. She's a, a licensed psychologist. And uh, we have the family conference coming up that's going to discuss these types of issues that are impacting our families and our individual lives. So stay with us. We're going to be right back. 
Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Educate for Life helps you build your life on the rock. LG Equipment helps builders build on good soil. Luke Gibson's team at LG Equipment is your local source for grading, demolition, hauling, and more. Learn about their bulk water services from trucks to tankers to towers at rentwatertower.com. Get your questions answered. Call LG Equipment at 619-988-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-988-0924. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 7.30 to 5.30 and Saturdays, 7.30 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. How can you live in San Diego and miss out on enjoying the water? Fast Lane Kayaking sells popular Hobie Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. Just throw these on your roof rack. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more. FastLaneSailing.com. 619-222-0766. I will cast my cares on you. Thanks for listening today. This is Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. And we have a great show today. We're talking about uh, marijuana use. You know, it's becoming legalized um, in multiple states around the country. And what's happening is, um, you know, California recently legalized it recreationally. You have some states that have it legalized uh, for for medicinal purposes. Uh, You have some states that um, still have it completely outlawed. The federal government still hasn't technically legalized it. uh, But there's a lot of states that are considering moving in that direction. And so um, this is something we want to be informed on as Christians. We want to be educated on it. What's the real impact of marijuana? What does it actually do? You hear a lot of people saying it's harmless. It's just like like, uh, drinking alcohol. It's not going to really have that big of an impact. Um, And uh, we want to be prepared this. We we don't want to be caught uh, unequipped. So my guest today is Dr. Julie Hayden, and uh, she is a licensed psychologist and uh, founder, co-founder of Rhombus. They have a family conference coming up on Saturday, May 5th. 9 to 4 p.m. I actually am privileged to be a part of that. I'm going to be speaking on some uh, subjects there about raising your kids to know Christ. And um, so, Julie, um, share with us, before we take another phone call, share with us a little bit about, um, you know, why is it addictive and what do you see in your practice as a uh, counselor when you come upon people that are that are dealing with this? Sure. One of the main reasons marijuana can be addictive is because anything that kind of makes your physical state change You can want that again. Your body could be used to it, become comfortable with it, and then you're going to seek that at the expense of other things. Addiction in itself, continuing 
despite negative consequences. So even though it may interfere with areas of your life, you're going to keep using it. That's what we would see broadly as an addiction versus just using it for fun. So we see that with marijuana. It's not as addictive as some of the stronger drugs, and yet it does have those properties still that you're going to want to use more to get the same high sometimes and that your, your body will be physically dependent on it to some extent. The changes that are happening are the, they've been working on improving it you know, to increase the potency. Quote, improving uh, yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that it has a higher level of THC in it and so that the high is higher. And that's the changes we're seeing, including adjusting it to to be, I, I want to say wax, um, but there's more to that, in that they smoke it and it's a very high potency. And with that, it's the addictive properties are increased and also the consequences as far as actually psychosis and psychotic breaks where they really lose touch with reality, we're seeing that more. So it's it's changing. It's more. And that's because of the higher THC levels? You're seeing psychotic breaks and these sorts of things? Well, it's always been a potential risk, but the higher the potency, the higher the risk is. And so as they increase the potency of it, as there's a higher percentage of THC in whatever they're smoking, that's going to increase the risk of it. And you have a higher risk when somebody's younger. So now we have these 14-year-old, 18-year-old and the younger brain is more susceptible to a psychotic break. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a trend we're seeing. And I'm curious, as it's legal, is this going to increase? Is this going to be uh, having a snowball effect in our community? And do parents know? Yeah. Do people understand the risks there that go along with the drug? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so uh, it's very interesting. Uh, I was over at a friend's house the other day, and somebody um, nearby was actually – smoking marijuana and it was very a lot of smoke was coming into the window and everything and so um you have this whole question of you know secondhand smoke and does that have an impact also and with the recreational um you know are our younger and younger kids going to have more and more access to this and um i wanted to share a scripture that for me really speaks to this um this is uh this is first uh, corinthians 6 chapter 12 and it's the apostle paul speaking he says something really interesting he says Everything is permissible for me, but not all things are beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be enslaved by anything, um, emphasizing being brought under its power or allowing it to control me. And I think that's the real question is, um, at what point are you no longer the smoke and the drug, but the drug smoke and you? And you you pretty soon, um, you, you're, you are beginning to use this to diminish maybe um, stress in your life or diminish pain in your life. And then it becomes kind of your go-to source for trying to find um, peace or stress relief, right? Absolutely. And that's the key trend I see. It, when it when it turns into something that is addictive, it usually the source is at the beginning it was taken because they're trying to make a feeling disappear. Just like people that might drink, and maybe they're not an alcoholic. Yet if they're drinking to make a feeling disappear, that risk is really great that it will turn into an addiction and that their body will respond if they have that substance taken from them. And that's really the difference between uh, when you're um, potentially uh, abusing a drug ver- or, or abusing alcohol versus um, enjoying a drink with dinner or with friends or whatever is when it begins to become what seems to solve your problems exactly. in a sense. Okay, yep. okay. Um, Todd, go ahead. Uh, we can uh, take another caller. Yeah, uh, you're, on the, you're on the air. Go ahead. Hey, Kevin, it's Benny. Benny, Benny who? Benny, Benny Torres. Hey, I didn't recognize your voice. <laughs> nice to hear from you, Benny. Oh, that's okay, man. Hey. Yeah, hey, I just thought I'd call in and kind of wait. 
speaking on this topic thing as well, <clears throat> recovery is kind of part of my, my testimony and stuff. And, and there's, there's, I feel like there's one issue that isn't being brought up um, or being or kind of being glazed over is, is the difference between C- THC and CBD, the psychoactive and the non-psychoactive properties in marijuana. Because you have people that want to that want to bring up the issue of, of the medicinal qualities of marijuana, but when you go into these uh, when you go into these dispensaries, um, the biggest I guess advertisement is is, is kind of how you're talking about the, the higher content the higher percentage of it. Yeah. Now, um, but the true, see, the true medicinal properties behind uh, marijuana is the CBD, is, is the part that really does control your anxiety, that does, um, that does sort of um, ease ailments that you're going through. Because um, CBD is not psychoactive. It's, it's the THC that really is. And... Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like it's just kind of getting tossed to the side and people um, are really enjoying it for its psychoactive qualities. And now that um, it's becoming so much more potent, you're dealing with so many other issues. Like marijuana withdrawals is now a real thing. You know, it's, um, you know, you won't, you, you have a loss of appetite. Uh, you cannot fall asleep. The only thing that will relieve, like, muscle spasms or any abdominal pains and everything is, like, a hot shower. And so it's, like, a good almost a week of dealing with these things until you detox from marijuana. And then, so that's the physical detox of it. And then now you have a whole mental part of it. Now you have about two, depending on how long and how often you consume it, of course. But now you have, like, a month or two where you don't have, like, the best mental clarity. And mm. until that fog started, kind of starts to clear up, yeah. you do have, you still have, you still have so much in your system because it stays in your system for a pretty long time. And, it's, and it takes a while for it to finally leave. Yeah. And the ironic part of it is when you say you're smoking marijuana for anxiety or for your stress or whatever, you can actually end up tipping a scale, right? You consume so much of it and you have so much in your system that it actually makes you more anxious instead of less anxious because there's so much THC inside of you. Sure. And, and some of the side point, effects come down. Some of the side effects that, that um, you know, people share with what happens to it, I, I mean, they in and themselves would cause anxiety, temporary hallucinations, temporary paranoia, uh, things like that, right, Benny? Yeah, absolutely. Because, cause again, because you've consumed so much for so often that it ends up, you have uh, a buildup of so much TAC in you, and then it causes all of those things that yeah. you just said. Julie, can you speak to this? You know? Yeah, I really appreciate what you're saying. I hope you find me after, because I'd love to know um, what you're doing, if you're involved at all in the recovery community, because what you're saying is dead on right. And that's a key component. If somebody's trying to figure out maybe a loved one, whether they're addicted to marijuana or whether they're using it for medicinal purposes, a lot of times that's the difference. Are they wanting to smoke marijuana no matter what? Or are they okay with a pill that has less THC in it that doesn't have the psychoactive properties? Are they okay with a medical version that doesn't give them the high? Uh, so that's a key factor, I think, to point out. So I, I agree with what you're saying. I appreciate how you're, sh- you're sharing. And, oh, thank you. And Benny, has this, has this been something that in your own life um, you were, you, you know, you were uh, fighting off um, in, in, 
or is that something that's uh, ongoing for you or do you mind me asking it's a it's a continuous thing and um although this has been like uh within the last year sort of thing that kind of re resurfaced in my in my life and um you know, it's interesting that you pose the question whether it's a sin or not, but but what really kind of, pardon the pun, sparked up this this um, this journey again was this disconnect from God, this spiritual disconnect from the Lord, you know, and um, and whether you guys are familiar or not with the recovery program, but a dependence upon upon God is is the biggest cornerstone within the recovery community, yeah. right? So because again, this isn't something that you can do through your own self will. It is a strength that you find in the Lord that will really get you through uh, in your recovery journey. But um, let's see. Well. Hey Benny, I the thing I, with me is this. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, sorry, go no, ahead. go ahead. Well, so as, as sort of as you guys were relating earlier, and the the, the question of like whether the pill or um, if you would, the thing is, it's it's a lack of coping skills within an addict, right? It's it's. Do you want to smoke? Like the difference between an addict and a non-addict is that I. If if tomorrow or if today I decide to pick up a joint, I now have something triggered in me where one is not enough, where, where a thousand joints is not going to be enough because what I am doing is I am trying to cover up fears, anxiety, depression, or other things that I don't want to face. And I'm kind of using whatever substance and euphoric feeling that I'm getting from whatever it is, mm. from alcohol, from pills, from marijuana. It does not matter that euphoric feeling that sort of kind of triggers those serotonin spikes in my brain that make me feel good in that moment for that temporary relief is the feeling that I will continue to chase regardless of whatever substance I put in my body. Amen, so that amen. is the difference between so yeah, that is the difference between an addict and a non-addict, between enjoying, legitimately enjoying the taste of a beer or using whatever substance you are as a crutch to cut, to get you through those moments or those things that you're trying to, to run away from. Benny, well, I really appreciate you calling in and, and sharing. Um, I think it's encouraging to hear, um, you know, from somebody who's struggled with this and then for other people to be able to hear that and say, hey, okay, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Here's somebody who's worked through this. And um, and so uh, thank you very much for calling in, Benny. Oh, yeah, absolutely, Kevin. And uh, good to talk to you, and good luck. God bless you. Okay, we'll talk again soon. Um, uh, stay with us. We're going to be right back. We're up on a break here. My guest today is Dr. Julie Hayden, and the family conference is coming up May 5th, uh, 9 to 4 p.m. I really encourage you to get out there. It's at Maple View Church. And the address is 13176 Maple View Street. If you want more information, you can go to gorhombus.com. That's G-O, rhombus is R-H-O-M-B-U-S dot com. Stay with us. We're going to be right back. Before I bring my need, I will bring my heart. Luke Gibson of LG Equipment supports Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Luke grew up in the construction industry and now serves LG's commercial and residential customers throughout Southern California. Whether you need grading, paving, hauling, demolition, on-site bulk water service, water trucks, tankers, and towers, call LG Equipment at 619 998 
619-998-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-998-0924. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 730 to 530, and Saturdays, 730 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. This is Throughout All Ages Ministry with Joe and Stacy. We would like to equip you to share the gospel with confidence in a biblical and effective way. We would like to teach you through the proclamation of the gospel. Whether you're the skeptic, God who created you said that he has made himself known to you so that you are without excuse. One-on-one evangelism. How do you think you can get to heaven? Never really thought about it, but I've always thought of, you know, doing good. For more information, go to throughoutallages.com, like us on Facebook, or visit us at YouTube at Throughout All Ages. I'm giving it all away. No Thanks for tuning in to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website's educateforlife.org. If you're enjoying this show or this program, you can check it out um, online. We have these, we're, we podcast all the shows. It's also on our YouTube channel. Got all kinds of amazing interviews up there. Um, not too long ago, I had the opportunity to interview um, uh, uh, Kiesling, uh, Jessica Kiesling, who um, was conceived through rape and now travels the world talking about uh, why um, abortion is not acceptable, even even if you can believe it, um, when a person has been raped. So it's pretty uh, unreal. Also got to interview just recently John Irwin, who is the director of I Can Only Imagine, the movie that recently came out. And uh, he has a, just an amazing story about how he came to direct that movie. And him and his brother are directing several different Christian movies and uh, just uh, finding a lot of success. And it's very encouraging to hear um, as well as many, many other interviews. Dr. James Tor, I interviewed one of the top 50 scientists in the world, and uh, he talks about creation and evolution, and um, uh, he, he has incredible stuff to share, just all kinds of great stuff. So today, uh, Dr. Julie Hayden is on the radio with me here. We're streaming on Facebook if you want to join us. The number to call in is 866-577-2473. We've had some uh, great testimonies and guests calling in. And uh, uh, Dr. Hayden, um, you know, when it comes to this issue, and what we're seeing, the changes we're seeing and everything. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are saying, hey, this is harmless, it's recreational, it's not a big deal. And yet um, we're hearing these testimonies of these people that say, hey, no, this, this is real. Um, what would, how would you deal with it when, when people are wanting to legalize this? Is, is there some form of uh, marijuana that should be legalized or should it all just be straight, straight out not legal? Well, that's kind of a difficult question because I don't know if making something illegal or making it legal has ever worked for whether somebody is going to use it or not. Mm. So we've seen that, you know, throughout the years that sometimes legalizing something backfires, sometimes making it illegal backfires. So I think within the Christian community, we have a unique time that we can gain information and come and approach it with our family. So that's usually where I go is uh, what information do you know and understand 
How is that going to protect your family? Can you share that with others? You know, so as people listen in here and they gain information, they might adjust something in their life to understand it's not just a casual drug. It can be, but there's risk. And people will avoid talking about the risk sometimes because they really want the effects of marijuana in their life, maybe to decrease anxiety or whatever. Now, that's a little different than if you had cancer and you're going to the doctor and he's telling you to use something. Um, But it is similar to alcohol. It is similar to pills, which obviously we have this huge opiate epidemic as well, kind of starting from that initial thing of of having that pill take pain away um, and then maybe making you feel good. And then it grows from that. So broadly, we're just looking at what are the effects of marijuana? It has had negative effects all along you know, long-term effects of decreasing motivation, which we know about, but also impotency and some other physical problems to our body that we can have over long-time use. There's always been the risk of psychosis. And we it's a hallucinogen like LSD or ecstasy, but we see it different. We see it as this, you know, no big deal casual drug. But it does have properties of hallucinating of increasing hallucinations and eventually possibly delusions, breaks from psych from reality into psychosis. And what we're seeing now with the increased potency is that this is happening to me more often. I'm watching this. I don't think research has caught up with it. So I'm curious if we can catch it before it's a huge epidemic. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's crazy, too, because um, it just came out. Um, uh, Demo- there's a Democratic candidate for governor, Cynthia Nixon, in New York, and she's saying, hey, um, here's my plans for legalizing marijuana. We got to catch up with uh, other states like Colorado and Washington and these states that are legalizing these drugs. And um, yet it seems like there's so much that's not known about it. It seems premature to be like, hey, let's get on the bandwagon and do this. And you hear about states that are making a lot of money on the tax revenue. And that's such a, a wrong goal there is like, OK, are we going to put people first? Are we you know, going to make money here off of this? Seems crazy. Um, and, uh, you know, people often say you'll hear people say, well, um, is marijuana a gateway drug or is it not? And what is your view on that? As, sure. As, yeah. I actually have a person that's answered this question and he answered it very well. So I use this language. But basically he was talking in a group with a bunch of people who had come from addictions and he was noticing, you know, not everyone that uses marijuana will be a heroin addict. Mm. But everyone that's a heroin addict usually has their story starting with marijuana. So whether it's marijuana or alcohol, a lot of times you have trauma in a person's history or you have some situation where they want their feelings to disappear. And they start in with alcohol or marijuana and it works. And then usually it's not enough. And Mm. they have to up their ante eventually to get that same effect to drown out whatever the reason they're using. So that's what you see is this trend that it'll take care of a problem for a moment. It increases vulnerability to the harder drugs. So some people will stay with marijuana their whole life, and there are negative consequences, but maybe not as significant as some of the harder drugs. I wonder, though, if that will change. And we will have just as strong, significant physical problems with marijuana as they adjust it. So we'll see about that. But it's definitely a gateway drug. That's pretty much um, very much seen in literature and also seen in people's lives that that's usually where they start and then they go from there. Not always, but it's definitely a pattern. Yeah, and I'm getting this off. um, uh, There's a website, drugabuse.gov. It says a rise in marijuana's THC levels. It's pretty interesting. It says the amount of THC in marijuana has been increasing steadily over the past few decades. For a person who's new to marijuana use, this may mean exposure to higher THC levels with a greater chance of a harmful reaction. Higher THC levels may explain the rise in emergency room visits involving marijuana use. 
It goes on to say the popularity of edibles also increases the chance of harmful reactions. Edibles take longer to digest and produce a high. Therefore, people may consume more to feel the effects faster, leading to dangerous results. And um, I was actually reading an article the other day, and it said, uh, I guess a a couple people have actually died because of the fact that um, the edibles, um, they're not getting the high as fast like it's saying, and then it's saying that the people take more of it thinking, oh, I must need more to get the high, but then they... They, uh, for whatever reason, I don't know how. Can you overdose on marijuana? I don't. I don't know. Well, it, when you think of that, it's it's what's it doing to your system? So, mm-hmm. can I increase something that gives you a risk for a heart attack or to stop your breathing or something like that? You don't know how your body's going to react. Mm-hmm. So, it's possible, but I would say that's not common. Okay. Um, but it's interesting. We had a particular person that did come um, to treatment and had psychosis, and when that when our program director was talking with the ER. They, this person had this psychotic break, severe psychotic break from using marijuana. And she said this is the gazillionth case she's seen this year. That's oh, wow. local. I don't know what she meant by Psych- that. Psychotic break. Psychotic break in a young guy from marijuana. Wow. So, I mean, I hear uh, frequently, I hear young people say, um, hey, there's nothing wrong with it. It's not going to hurt anybody. But a lot of people just must not be aware of these these facts. Uh, I mean, the, the facts are pretty amazing here. Again, from this website, it says here, um, marijuana overactivates parts of the brain that contain the highest number of, the, of receptors. This causes the high that people feel. Other effects include altered senses, uh, for example, seeing brighter colors, altered sense of time, changes in mood, impaired body movement, difficulty with thinking and problem solving, Impaired memory, hallucinations when taken in high doses, delusions. What's the difference between, um, Julie, what's the difference between a hallucination, a delusion, and psychosis? It says all three of these mm-hmm. uh, sure. are involved. You know sure. what? I'm sorry. We're, we're up, up on a break here. So when we get back, um, Dr. Hayden is going to explain the difference between hallucinations, delusions, and psychosis. We'll be right back. Miss out on enjoying the water. Fast Lane Kayaking sells popular Hobie Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. Just throw these on your roof rack. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more. FastLaneSailing.com. 619-222-0766. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teachings. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and team home loans. Educate for Life helps you build your life on the rock. LG Equipment helps builders build on good soil. Luke Gibson's team at LG Equipment is your local source for grading, demolition, hauling, and more. Learn about their bulk water services from trucks to tankers to towers at rentwatertower.com. Get your questions answered. Call LG Equipment at 619-988-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-988-0924. There's got to be more. Thanks for being with us today. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. You're listening to Educate for Life. My website is educateforlife.org. If you're streaming with us online, thanks for being here. I'm glad that you could be here with us. 
And uh, if not, um, you can check out recordings of this show online. Uh, we podcast it. It's on YouTube. Uh, and uh, love to have your feedback. Love to have your, uh, um, you know, constructive criticism. Um, if you want to shoot me an email or message me on Facebook, love to have that. My website um, has all kinds of resources on defending the truth of the Bible. I'm an apologetics teacher. I have a master's degree in apologetics from Biola University. And I, um, I, I teach classes I've been doing this for 11 years on why the Bible is true. So we look at all the different angles. What about Buddhism? What about Islam? What about creation and evolution? Um, you know, how do we know the Bible is actually the Word of God? Is it real history? All those sorts of questions. So love to have you check it out. My guest today is Dr. Julie Hayden, and she is with Rhombus. You can also go to familyconference.info if you would like to get more information on the conference coming up. This is uh, May 5th. It's the Family Conference. And is there a cost for the conference, Um it's free. It's free. That's yes. fantastic. We have a couple sponsors, Genesis Recovery, Thrivent, and then also our church, Maple View, that's hosting us as foot the bill for a lot of the costs so it can be free to the public. That's fantastic. And so if you're looking to um, get informed, get equipped, be be able to deal with a lot of the issues that are coming your way as a family, you want to hold your family together and, and uh, watch out for your kids and all the different issues that they have to deal with um, and be good at parenting and all those sorts of things, this is a great resource for you to come out for a day and really get equipped. And um, Dr. Hayden, when we left off on the last segment, I was saying, what is the difference between psychosis, hallucinations, and delusions? What, sure. What's going so on So psychosis is a broad uh, term. So it's like an umbrella term to talk about different types of hallucinations. Hallucinations would be things that you have you think are there in reality, but they're not. So it could be visual, like you're seeing something tactile, like something's crawling on you, auditory hallucinations where you're hearing, all of these types of things that are outside of reality we might call psychosis. Now, a delusion is actually a thought process. So you believe something that is not true. So common delusions might be that the government's out to get you mm. or that aliens are trying to read your mind. You believe something. And that Paranoia usually goes with psychosis. So a lot of times, even with marijuana, there's po- paranoia that people are out to get you and that they're trying to you know, cause you harm or something yeah. like that. Now, this is interesting. Is this different from alcohol? Like when somebody gets drunk, um, do they usually suffer from uh, hallucinations or psychosis or is that most is that different? THC uh, has a different impact on the brain. Uh, yeah. Alcohol does not usually uh, have any kind of connection with psychosis. Maybe delusions, but usually it has to do with, you know, they're they're not active in their surroundings dealing with reality, but being drunk, you know, it's usually they're acting in such a way that they might not, but not because they believe something's, um, you know, real when it's not. It is similar to meth. So meth would be an extreme. And so meth, you're going to have paranoia. You're going to see things. You're going to feel things that you believe are real and yet they're outside and they're not real. Yeah. And also schizophrenia. So that would be more biological where your own chemicals are creating visions as if you're really seeing something but nothing's there or hearing something, nothing's there. So those would be something that would be more similar. Yeah. Now, um, I, I actually read a study uh, quite a while back. I believe it was by Northwestern University um, talking about some sort of a link between, they said, um, uh, people who have long-term usage of marijuana, actually, um, there's a 20% increase in their potential to have schizophrenia. Do you, do you know if that's true or not? Sure. So the potential for psychosis is there. And with any kind of a drug, basically, when, you're, when you have that break from reality, 
a lot of times you can get back into reality. Sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. So, it, and that's what we're seeing right now is with the increased potency, the recovery of a person coming back and understanding what's real and not real seems to be different. It's usually you'd have a break from, from why you're high, yeah. you know, whatever you think and, and believe and see as soon as that drugs out of your system, your brain comes back, you're clear minded and everything can be in reality. Well, that does not always happen. And unfortunately the psychosis that comes from being drug induced, oftentimes you can't use medication to help that. So schizophrenia, you can use medication. A lot of times it will calm the psychosis down, but sometimes with drug induced, you can't. Now we have had success. And why, why is it that you can't? Because of the source of, of why you have the psychotic break. Mm. So organic schizophrenia usually is involving dopamine. There's much more to that, but a lot of times it's involving dopamine. And so if you have a medication that will adjust your levels of dopamine, sometimes those outside psychosis can be decreased. We have had success. It's just not a guarantee. So there's a particular shot that we use sometimes for psychosis, and it really works. It takes away the psychosis right after they've gotten done using the drug, and once they've been clean for a while, they're, they come back, they're clear-headed, they're grounded in reality, no problem. Mm. But you always have this small percentage that never comes back the same. Wow. And, um, and like you were saying, interestingly, um, when you use marijuana – it actually stays on for a while. Some of the literature I was reading was saying that uh, you can still have some of the side effects a month after you've stopped using it. Absolutely, yeah. Wow, that's that's that should speak uh, right there to a lot of people to say, "Whoa, stay away from this. It's really going to uh, mess you up." And so, you know, people um, say, "Hey, we're doing this recreationally or whatever." Uh, what is what would you say to somebody who's either trying to get off it or considering using it and and, um, you know, why they're using it generally, uh, if they're abusing it, they're medicating for it. Um, how do you advise people to deal with life, uh, if they're not going to use marijuana to deal with the stress of life? I mean, we all have a lot of stress in our lives. We have, you know, bills to pay. We have, uh, relationships we're trying to manage. We have children we're trying to raise. We all have a lot of stress in our lives. So, um, what do you tell people? When you're saying, okay, you, you need to move off of this, what, how are they supposed to deal with the problems in their life instead of medicating? Sure. I would say I need a lot longer to answer that question. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sp- having a specific session on that at the family conference. So okay. they can come. We dealt with it last year as well because, yeah, anxiety is number one that people come to mental health treatment providers for. And that's those who are seeking help. How many of us have this stress and this weight and we never are actually going to get help for it? Mm-hmm. So I would say, you know, we can find peace in God. And we can build our relationship with God and that we have access to that peace. But sometimes our biology from our past really works against us. So it's helpful to know how your brain and body works so that you can actually counteract that stress response. It's it's a specific response in the body that it has to stress meant for if your life was in danger, but we activate it all the time. Yeah. And so learning about that system and how to control it without a substance is wonderful and it's possible. So to know there's hope Possibly a Christian counselor might be able to have the tools to walk with a person. Otherwise, I have some videos and we're going to deal with it at the family conference. So for this time, I would say just know there is hope. Yeah. And if you're using it to make those feelings disappear, just there'll be a time most likely that that will feel like an addiction. And here's the thing. It's not just in and of itself that that's a problem. It usually isolates you, separates you from your family and the people you care about. 
That's the big deal about addictions. And so that's going to have a long-term effect on the other people you care about. Mm. So that's something to consider. I want to talk a little bit more about that. We have one more segment left, so stay with us. If you're streaming on Facebook, thanks for being with us. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about dealing with anxiety. Um, We all have different levels of anxiety. uh, And what is the best way to effectively deal with these things? Stay with us. We'll be right back. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 730 to 530, and Saturdays, 730 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. This is Throughout All Ages Ministry with Joe and Stacy. We would like to equip you to share the gospel with confidence in a biblical and effective way. We would like to teach you through the proclamation of the gospel. Whether you're the skeptic, God who created you said that he has made himself known to you so that you are without excuse. One-on-one evangelism. How do you think you can get to heaven? Never really thought about it, but I've always thought of, you know, doing good. For more information, go to throughoutallages.com, like us on Facebook, or visit us at YouTube at Throughout All Ages. Luke Gibson of LG Equipment supports Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Luke grew up in the construction industry and now serves LG's commercial and residential customers throughout Southern California. Whether you need grading, paving, hauling, demolition, on-site bulk water service, water trucks, tankers, and towers, call LG Equipment at 619-998-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-998-0924. I will cast my Welcome back to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover, and I'm really glad that you're here. If you want to call in, we have one segment left. It's going to be a short one. Uh, We went a little bit over on the other segments. The number to call in is 866-577-2473. It's an opportunity to talk to Julie, um, and she's a professional when it comes to issues like addiction and and, uh, not just just drug addiction, but other types of addictions as well. And uh, so if you'd like to get some tips from her, um, now's your opportunity. You can also... Uh, meet her and talk to her at the family conference, which is Saturday, May 5th, uh, this year, 9 to 4 p.m. at Mapleview Church, 13176 Mapleview. And um, you can also get inf- information at familyconference.info. And um, I'm also putting on an event. Uh, it's going to be out in East County, and it's with Danny Ray. He's a world-famous illusionist. He's also going to be sharing the gospel, but we're also going to have Eric Buer there. And Eric Buer is an expert on the state education code and what's legal in public schools. Um, is it legal to share my testimony in public schools if I'm a teacher? Um, is it legal to talk about the Apostle Paul and the Bible? You'll be amazed to know that there is a lot of things in the California State Education Code that are very friendly to Christianity. So if you are involved in education, whether you're an administrator, student, uh, teacher, or parent, uh, I would love to have you at our event. You can register at efldannyray.com, efldannyray.com. And uh, it's a free event also. You can, you can get out there, no cost, and uh, you'll be really blessed. So, um, uh, Dr. Hayden, you mentioned, um, you know, and Benny mentioned this when he called in too, the, the caller that called in. He talked about coping with these things and how to cope and deal with these things. And um, my question was, you know, anxiety is so high. You know, my first run-in with uh, anxiety was um, uh, my my fiance at the time was struggling with anxiety and it was actually manifesting in physical symptoms. Uh, my fiance, who's now my wife and, um, 
we didn't know what was going on. We were like, what in the world is happening? I thought like we were going to doctors and back, this was, this was quite a while ago. And so I think what I was, what we were experiencing wasn't well known at the time that anxiety could do the kind of damage that it, that it was doing, uh, to my, my wife. And so, um, my question is, is how do you lower anxiety, um, and how do you cope with the? I know there's a, this is a long subject, but maybe something short uh, for our for our um, listeners who are dealing with issues that are really heavy and they don't know where to go to to deal with it. Um, what what's the start? Get get, get good counseling, but um, how how does does their thinking have to change? Do they have to get stuff out of their lives? What what's the uh, fix here? Sure, I'll give a, a few tips. One is to remember that feelings cannot hurt you. So if you were consumed by anxiety and you could not escape it and you were trapped, nothing would actually happen. It cannot hurt you. And that realization has helped many, many people. And they've sat in their anxiety for a moment to feel it without escaping it. And they've realized nothing actually happens. Now, you can go do something, but if you don't, nothing will happen. It won't harm you. And so that's a starting point. Then you can get to know it and figure out where is it coming from. Your body is talking to you, so listen to it. Mm. I think thinking's huge. So there's three parts of a strategy you could use to help improve your thinking. Spend a week paying attention to your thoughts. Do you think all day long worries about everything? Is your thoughts always negative? Do you judge everybody? You know, how's your thinking? So spend a week thinking about your thoughts. Now, is journaling a part of it? I've heard yeah, journaling is effective. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. I love journaling, but I won't follow through on homework, so I don't give yeah. it to other people. <laughs> um, so easy, <laughs> yeah. think about your thinking. Yeah. Second, start thinking, how else could I think about this? Spend a week doing that. Then the third week, think, how do I think truth? So we have access to truth different than others. We know what scripture says, so there may be something clear that's true. Otherwise, maybe it's thinking, what's logical? Do I have evidence for something? Do I have evidence I'm ignoring <laughs> because of something in my past? Yeah. So that three-step can really make a difference. That, that's Your awesome. thinking matters when it comes to anxiety. Yeah, can, Absolutely. You, can you summarize those three steps one more sure. time? Sure. Think about your thinking. Think, how else can I think about this? And then choose your thinking. And I say, choose truth. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. And look at that. That was in just a few minutes. Can you imagine it, what, what you're going to get if you're listening out there? If you go to the family conference, I can't even imagine. It's probably going to be life-changing. So I encourage you to get out there. It's no cost. And uh, again, the, the, if you want to register or find out more information, familyconference.info. And um, Julie, we're almost out of time here. Our last segment's pretty short here. Um, I really appreciate you being on the air with us. I think it's a fantastic uh, opportunity here. And um, real quick, tell us what rhombus means again. Sure. It's it's a term for a diamond, so it's multifaceted. So approaching people who are complex, you want to come from many different perspectives. And that's one way to find health is to look at it from a lot of perspectives. Amen. Amen. And the verse I, I shared earlier, if you're listening, I love this scripture um, from the Apostle Paul uh, in the Word of God. Um, Everything is permissible for me, but not all things are beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be enslaved by anything. And I think one of the things, the question that I put up on Facebook was, is it a sin to use recreational drugs that are legal, right? And I think, you know, where we cross the line is when something else begins to control us instead of us controlling it. God, one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. And as soon as we begin to diminish in being able to control ourselves, then we know we're crossing a line into something that is not going to be good for us. And God loves us and wants to protect us and keep us safe. So um, when you're thinking about the issue of marijuana— or THC, or these sorts of things, 
um, from a Christian perspective. You heard some great testimonies today. I hope that blessed you. Thanks for being with us, those of you who listened. And uh, we'll be back again next week and uh, have another great show for you. God bless you. Have a great day. Did you miss part of today's program? Don't worry, we're committed to helping you get the info you need. Okay, that was dumb. But for real, visit EducateForLife.com for podcasts and video recordings of the show and to sign up for the School of Unshakable Faith. Leave us your comments, compliments, questions, or concerns at 800-243-9719 or email KevCon at EducateForLife.com. That's K-E-V-C-O-N at EducateForLife.com. You will always be much more to me Every day I wrestle with the voices that keep telling me I'm not right But that's alright Cause I